Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can set foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We're getting ready with a fan-submitted season. It's snowing, hopefully, where you are. Maybe not. I don't care. It's getting white. Is it time for Christmas? I think so. And we're going to figure out what the best Christmas song, I guess, holiday song of all time is. That is is correct. Oh, it's and Carl, by the way. Carl yeah, Carl Ware, thank you so much for doing this. We appreciate you. Once again, this in this situation, Carl gave us the list. We sent the list to our bracketologist. They kicked it out and gave us the seating because we have what is, I'm actually going to say, the most controversial number <laughs> one seed in the history of this show. <laughs> it's it, what, okay, this might, I don't know who, again, to keep it safe, we don't know who our bracketologists are. We send it out to top people we know that they're top people but this is making me think we got some boomers out there we got some boomers that are on the selection committee yeah because here in the best christmas winter holiday song of all time they seeded baby it's cold outside in the number one seed going up against the 16 seed jingle bells and then we have the eight seed here comes santa claus going up against the nine seed santa baby this is why did we decide to make Christmas music horny? Do I, it is that, is it that time of year? I think mistletoe, mistletoe got people revved up. Everyone's on the nog. They sip in, they tip in. And now you got a plant telling you to kiss. I, I mean, that's, it's weird. It's weird because like, I don't consider Christmas is like the time I maybe oddly like the least horny. <laughs> It's I got cold. other stuff to occupy my mind. Like, I got I got present buying. I got present giving. I got all the food. And some people out here just trying to get their grind on, man. I, I don't which know. Is, yeah, which is wild to me because it's also like, just from, let's just like talk, let, let's just look logistically speaking, it's cold. So A, I'm not going out as much. And B, when I am out, we're all in multiple layers, right? So like- the summertime makes sense to be horny. We're wearing less stuff. Halloween should be the horniest holiday. And I don't think we do enough to make Halloween a horny holiday. We have not put the work in to Halloween being a horny holiday as much as we have Christmas. And that's fucking weird, isn't it? It's, this I, is the you, birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is so horny about that? Halloween is about the devil. It's about the fucking devil. And yet there's no like smash on Halloween songs. We have the monster mash, but not the monster smash. And that's fucked up. Yeah. Pause I think the Nope, Cody, stop the podcast. We're going to go make the monster smash. <laughs> that that's going to be, that's going to be horny. Lil Nas X is going to hear it and go, fuck, that's horny. I did. Yeah. It's Megan the Stallion and fucking Cardi B are going to hear it and be, it's obscene. They're going to say it's obscene. Yeah. No. And that's what we're shooting for. But anyway, yeah. all right. So do you have a preference on which one you want to start with? Not really. Horny, I guess horny songs. They're all horny. I think we can start with uh, one in 16, but I do want to say that. I think wintertime is horny because everyone's when everyone's wearing so many clothes, it's like a crapshoot. You don't know what's going on. Maybe that's yeah. part of it. Is it, I mean, in the sense that like we all like presents, right? Like everyone loves getting presents. Is the extra clothing like unwrapping a gift? And you're just like, ooh, what am I about to get in? What, what situation <laughs> ooh, am I about to get into? This is the secret Santa that I like. <laughs> all right, baby's cool outside. One seed versus Jingle Bells. Okay. So let's just jump right into it. Where, okay. do you, where do you fall 
on the creepiness of this song. Like it's where- not great, right? You it definitely has like some rapey vibes to it. But putting that, even if we put that aside, which we shouldn't, but even if we do, this song is just a playbook of how not to spit game. <laughs> the, he's <laughs> not you, good Cody. at it. Thank you, Cody, for just. I was worried that we were going to get too much into the, co- the the topic of conversation of like, A, yes, it's a very creepy song. But also like, I don't know if you've seen, there's like a bunch of videos where like, well, actually, historically, this is kind of what mating looked like back in the 1940s or when the fuck this song came out. No, that's, no, no. Let's bypass funny. all okay. of that. Let's bypass all of that. And because ex- you make the fucking greatest point. This dude is ass at spitting game. This is t- <laughs> the game he's trying to spit here. A, his main conceit is just that it's cold outside, which they had to have come in from. So it's like, she knows. <laughs> She's, she already is aware, dude. It didn't She's like, here. flip. The script didn't flip in the while she was hanging out a year. It's like you were watching a movie this and then looked outside. This song is the Christmas equivalent to the dude who slides into someone's Twitter DMs and goes, hey, 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 <laughs> bitch. Like, that's the same. <laughs> you a bitch. <laughs> that's what oh, this wow. guy. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Sorry that you won't. Oh, I guess you don't like talking to nice guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the first nice guy that's someone. He's out here just like, please, though. She's like, no, I got I have to work. No, please, please stay. Penis. I have a penis. Touch it. I just and everything that he's trying to offer to her as reasons to kick it aren't great. Remember, they're at his house. Ostensibly, it's the night has started to wind down. And she's like, yeah, it's about that time. You know, it's probably like 10, 11 o'clock. She's got to get home. And so he, his offerings to her of why she should stay are fireplace. Yeah. Listen to the fire. Her, her argument is like, hey, my dad's going to be pissed off if I don't get there. If I don't come home now, my dad's going to be really upset. And he's like, but the fireplace. What? <laughs> that doesn't, that does not solve the problem she's having. Why don't you be like, well, call your parents. Tell them that like, hey, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it or like, Let's do, let's, let's solve some of her problems. Not just like offer her weird things about like, do you want to <laughs> listen to more music? You've been listening to music. How is that better? How is that? You have not in any point given her just, I would love this song more. If he just said like, I'm going to show you my penis. It's, t- it's 10 inches. And she's like, bet. Yeah. Bet. <laughs> bet. Yeah. Oh, that's why you want me to stay? Cause you have a giant dick. Awesome. Great. Let's <laughs> I like that. Thank you. That seems very nice. Or be like, but you haven't even, do you want to play Super Smash Brothers? Yeah, like, that's something. Netflix and chill. Cool. But he's not, do, he's just trying to get her drunk. And even he even gives that conceit at the end when she's like, hey, you're being kind of pushy. He's like, no, nah, dude, it's opportunistic. You drunk now, girl. I've been putting them drinks in you. Yeah, the, I mean, and I think that's where some of the creepiness comes in. Like, I think we can all, no matter where you kind of fall on this, everything's fine in this. Like, you're like, okay, this guy's just bad at spinning game. It's only when the woman is like, say, what's in this drink that you, it, I don't care what side you're on. That's a fucking weird thing for someone to have to say and be like, I've had a couple sips of this and I'm not feeling great. What the fuck happened here? And it's just like, there's no, his response, there's no cabs outside. What? You're not <laughs> answer- This woman is, is concerned. Yeah. How, how dare you play aloof? in this situation yeah it's it's not a good look no matter how you look at it, that part is not a good look so wherever you fall on the spectrum of but as far as songs go is it better than jingle bells which nick i'm gonna say i don't dig christmas caroling music very much 
and this one's not that good. What what like what is it that you what is it that you don't like about I also I have to I have to preface this. I did work retail during a Christmas cycle at a Target once and that was the worst experience of my life with the Christmas music. So maybe I'm just maybe I just go into PTSD and like maybe. remember just remember the toy section. I was in charge of the toy section, Nick. It was a war zone every day. Oh, see, I love I when I I was cashier at Target, I would have much rather been on the floor doing shit. You think least- so? Until you're until you're fucking knee deep in action figures that are all in the wrong spot. Yeah, that's true. Or people being like, "Can you just check the back?" You're like, "There's nothing in the back. Why wouldn't? Why would we hold things in the back? Do you understand? Our goal is to sell stuff, right? We don't gain money from shit that's in the back. We put it out as quickly as we can, and we know. We know how much shit we need to put out all the time. So why wouldn't we put it out? Fuck you go in the back. You go in the back. <laughs> so this uh, sounds just about like riding in a sleigh though. Do they even give mention Christmas at all? Or is it just about like, hey, it's snowing. We're finally out here doing it. We got bells jingling, dangling around. I don't think so. So this I, is like. I think this is just straight up. This is about hanging out with the homies. This is non-denominational is what I'm saying. Is this song. Does this straddle the gap? I I don't see why it wouldn't. Also, is date rape non-denominational? Because I don't think maybe it's cold outside references it at all either. (laughs) I don't like the phrasing you just used. I don't think Santa shows up. I no, neither of these songs are Christmas in nature. Baby It's Cold Outside is just, I would say, is a general song that you could play from December through March. And Jingle Bells is about yeah that experience of being on a one horse open sleigh cody have you ever been on a one horse open sleigh i have what what was your how did you feel about it i felt like it was very cold so we had a horse dragging us through like this it was kind of like a hayride except in winter so it was all sleigh Mm -hmm. and it was so i just remember being so cold that that was all i the only memory i took from this thing was how cold it was the wind whipping by the the horse didn't seem to enjoy it i sure as fuck didn't enjoy it i don't imagine the rider enjoyed it i, I don't care how many bells are jingling if it's that cold outside it's not worth it jingle yeah, them inside that's what i don't under that's what i really don't get about this this experience here is I guess, okay, maybe we got to think about when these songs were written, right? We now, hey, I don't I don't know when this song was written and I'm not going to take the time to look it up, but maybe they didn't have cons- closed cars yet, right? So we, they, A, everything you did, if you had to be transportation-wise was open to the elements. Yeah. So maybe in this sense, that's a little bit better than like hopping on your unicycle and having to get somewhere. Maybe. I just, do you, I, if man, I'd be so fucking bad in the winter back. If you put me in like the 1600s, wherever, the, as soon as the first snowflake hit the ground, that's where I live now. Whatever town I'm in, I'm setting my roots up. This is where I stay for the rest of winter. Yeah. There's no way I'm traveling cross country in this shit. No. Oh, no. That's, cr- it's, I mean, it is, I mean, I think that's why we have many towns in America is because people were traveling West and we're like, ah, it's fucking cold. Now we, we left way too late. That would have been me. I'm never on time for shit. So if I had to make a cross country plan that they trip that they're like, it takes like six months, you should probably try to leave in like March. So you can get there by the fall and that way you can, you know, take the trees and heart, blah, blah, blah. I would be like, I mean, I could probably get there by like June, right? If I left in June, it'd probably be fine, you know? And then we get, I'd get like halfway across the country. It starts snowing and I'd be like, well, now we have Denver. <laughs> yep. Welcome to Denver. This welcome, is how it happens. Welcome to fucking Denver. It's, it's now awful. So we're stuck here, y'all. This is what we're doing. I, <laughs> it's just lazy people who left late, built a house. And then we'll be like, well, Spring's coming. I guess I could go to Oregon, but like I, we did build the house though. 
Yeah, I'm already here now. You see this? Huh? Well, look at the horse is pretty settled in. I mean, <laughs> he's he seems to be eating that hay and like, I'm not going to take it from him. I mean, this is also where I buried two of my children. I feel bad leaving that, you know, like yeah, I want to kind of honor. Leave here. We've got so many memories. Remember this yeah. dysentery? Yeah. I wish you could sort of throw that all away. Right. Just for, we don't know what it's like out there. At least we know, man, I, I am, I am that lazy. I guarantee you. <laughs> That the, our entire country is just a bunch of fucking the anything, anything that is, I would say, anything west, between St. Louis, of, west of Ohio and like east of Cal or of like Salt Lake City. Anything that's that middle part, fucking lazy people. <laughs> they just fucking, didn't make it all the way. People will try to explain to you that like, well, no, that a lot of stuff that's built up around the Mississippi is like the trap fur trades and blah, blah. No, 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 no. Fucking lazy people. Okay. Especially the towns that don't have good access to like a river. And you're like, why does this place exist? Fucking lazy people or Mormons because Mormons. Salt Lake city is, is, is a more, it was, is one of my favorite. We won't get into the founding of Salt Lake city. Anyway, Cody, this is tough. Yeah. Is tough. I, okay. I, 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 this might be a controversial take, Nick, but I think I'm going to lock in baby. It's cold outside because putting aside the rapey vibes to it and all that stuff, kind of a bop, right? Oh, damn. Zoe Deschanel and Will Ferrell's version of it in Elf. That's fun time, right? Although that when he's spooking on her in the shower, that's not good either. <laughs> they really harness the energy of the song with that scene. Well, they do. They do. I mean, I kind of, I kind of, I, I, I don't want to agree with you. A, because of once again putting aside the rapey vibes, which is a a wild. Like, let's just as we can, let's just put those to the side for um, now. For now, it does slap. <laughs> sometimes as it's far good... as as far as like duets go it's fun like it it is it is playful right yeah the song before i fun. i before you analyze the lyrics and get into it it's not it's it, it's got it it's yes. got a good structure to it right if you're when you sit down time, and really listen to it there's issues yeah but up until that moment like the first like let's all just as a as a team let's go back to the first time that we heard this song and you weren't really paying attention and you're like, oh, that's a fun song. What is going on over there with that song? And then you went to go check it out. You're like, oh no, oh fuck, nah, damn it. But yeah, I mean, Jingle Bells is, and also too, this is, and I think this is gonna happen a lot as as we look at the at these songs. Jingle Bells is has three has two verses. I promise you, no one knows the second verse because who knows the part where it goes? Now the ground is white. Go it while you're young. Take the girls tonight. Singing the slang. So, whoa. What's the slang song? <laughs> this is the slang song. Get a bobtail bay, 240 for his speed, and hitch him to an open sleigh, and you will take the lead. Do you is think this, this is a is this about drag racing? Dude, they're drag racing. racing? Do you think is this is this song the closest thing to Fast and the Furious? Because if so, I have to pick it. This is the plot of Greece. <laughs> <laughs> this song is Greece from Greece is a story as old as time. I really well see now you took it away from. I really wanted this to be about fast because if this is about racing, do you ever think about how the Fast and Furious is basically Greece? Why no? And I won't. And I won't. <laughs> and, I, and I won't let you continue to talk about it because I'm not. I like something too much to ruin it. No, I don't need to. That's do that. fair. I, I'm locking in, baby. It's cold outside. I just it, it's. I mean that might be controversial, but I like the song more than I like Jingle Bells. And I I don't know. Now I'm gonna, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want people to think I'm like some right-wing dude who's like, no, this is America. We say Merry Christmas and we listen to Baby It's Cold Outside and we don't ask what they put in our drinks. <laughs> I think I am go, I think I'm going to go Jingle Bells though. Okay, that's fair. That's I'm fair. Gonna, I get I'm it. I'm going to do it and I'm going to let the coin determine 
how, because here's, Cody, here's what I'm concerned about. You and I have been known to get swept up in something. Mm -hmm. And remember, there's only, you only have to win twice to end up in the final four. Yeah. Winning once, it's now halfway to being a final four song. Yeah. Then we will have to do our research and do much more consideration about this song. Yes. And then, then it's only two wins away from being a champion. So I, I get get what you're saying. I'm still doing it. I'm just saying, I don't necessarily know if anything else in this bracket, if we're like, if it's just on the bot basis, I don't, I'd have to really think about are the other two songs a better bop. And so I'm good. I'm going jingle bells. Let's just, let's see what, let's see what the good Lord wants us to do. And as always, when we come to an impasse, we go to the American voting coin of 2004 is brought to you by random.org. We got John Kerry on one side. We got George Bush on the other side. Low seed does get to pick, which is me in this situation. Cause once again, this is the number one seed. I'm going to go, I'm going to go John Kerry. Cause I think baby it's called size is George Bush's favorite song. So yeah, he jams flip. to it. Yep. Flip. George Bush. Fuck. Okay. All right. All right. Baby's cool outside. Moving on. Nick, where do you stand in this bracket? Because I have a, I have a, I think I know where I'm at for sure. So I want to know where you are between Santa Baby and Here Comes Santa Claus. I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out, here's what, I, and, I, and I think what I'm trying to figure out is the quality of the song versus the history of the song. And like the culture, like I hear here comes Santa Claus more than I hear Santa baby. Right. Yeah. But Santa baby, once again, going back to is a, is a fucking banger. It's a bop. Yeah, that's for sure. Like that (laughs) song is fun. And I mean, once again, weirdly horny for Santa, but dude. Okay. Then it brings up the question, Nick, would you sleep with Santa for some of these gifts? Cause I consider it like, (laughs) well, shoot your shot. I get it. This is completely different energy than baby's cold side. This is a woman who knows that she's used her body to get stuff. And I, as a man, I would use my body to get stuff. It's great. I, You're right. I mean, she asked for a slip of sable under the tree. I don't know what a sable is, but I'm assuming it's- it's, it's a, I think it's a coat made out of sable, which is like a, like mink. Ooh, okay. A 54 convertible, big request, but she's willing. She says- Big tree too, you. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Park that thing right in the living room. What would you do, Nick? You wake up tomorrow and there's a, li- a 54 convertible, light blue, parked in your living room. Because Santa could get it in there. There's no question in my mind Santa could get that bitch in there. Well, he's, yeah, it's magic. Yeah. But how are you going to get it out? How many point turns do you need to do to get that? This is where we eat now. This is this, this is, is the table now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, wait. That's a great car. Why is it inside? Why don't you take it out? Because I didn't put it in here. Fucking Santa did. Dick. Because I, I thought he would understand that when I wanted a 54 convertible to park it outside, bro. I would have seen it in the morning. Now I got this car in my house and you never told me how to get it out. <laughs> There's, is there a service for this? I don't know. Do they just take off one of my walls and back this bad boy out? Dude, okay. At, at what? Okay, let's run through the list of all the things that she is asking for in of Santa. Yeah. She wants the Sable, the 54 convertible. She wants a yacht, which she likes to point out. Doesn't feel like she's asking for a lot. A platinum mine. <laughs> What the f- you want to do a platinum mine? Let me go hit. Okay, is this how we got Musk's parents? Did they pull this? <laughs> I, right? Did they pull the Santa Bay? Is this <laughs> the origin story of Elon Musk and it his parents? That we're not done yet, by the way. And fill my stocking with a duplex and checks. Sign your X on the line. Yeah, just she also put- wants him to come trim her Christmas tree, which is just like now you need him to do errands for you too. Like. What's that? <laughs> With the man de- is on a schedule, by the way. He's got to go everywhere. At least have a little consideration for him. 
And then she wants decoration. She wants stuff from Tiffany's. And then the taste, that's just solid. That's a, that's an investment, really. When you buy your you buy your decorations and stuff at Tiffany's, you're investing in your future and your future of your children. Oh, 100%. If you had, if you had 1950s era Tiffany stuff right now, you'd be fucking, oh my God. And then lastly, she wants, forgot to mention one little thing, a ring. And I don't mean on the phone. Is she asking Santa to propose to her? <laughs> yeah, dude. Shoot your shot, Nick. Also, you know he's married. That is wild. <laughs> you're right. She's, Santa has never been a bachelor ever in the history of our storytelling of Santa. We have never been like the consummate bachelor. No, there's <laughs> always a Mrs. Claus. And this, this Santrush, Santrush is coming out and saying, fuck that girl. Fuck Mrs. Claus. Come and get some of this. <laughs> Come and sign up. And the reason she thinks she's deserved this, I haven't kissed any boys this year. I haven't kissed a single boy. I have been chased for you. So now I want all of this. And which is weird. Then it, let's say Santa fell for the ruse. Maybe she's, I don't, maybe, maybe they are compatible. So now that would mean Santa is also in charge of a platinum mine, which is like, dude. And now, okay. So now the elves, which is already slave labor to a degree, right? We've already get, you have to give that conceit. He ain't paying these elves room and board, whatever. If they're just making toys, vibing, having a good time, living in gingerbread houses, whatever lore you want to live to, it doesn't sound like the elves have it too bad. But now, now they're working in a pl platinum mine? Now you got these elves down here just mining shit against their will at this point. It's not what they signed up for. And Santa has to explain, like, hey, why are we, why do we have to do, what happened to the, the toy stuff? Well, I met this fine filly and uh, she wanted a platinum mine. So I gave her that, but then I didn't think through the like who would work it so that's y'all now get your asses in there this really does feel like in the way that like many companies want to act like look we're just like the nice company like santa would be like look i'm just santa claus i'm just giving out toys every year and then it's like but you run a platinum mine dude yeah if elves like, are dying it what the fuck and like it's like nike nike's like don't you love our dope kicks and then it's like i do but i can't deny how they're made or apple and your yeah. phone are you looking at google and it's like Hey, look at the Google complex. We got free childcare. We got all these restaurants you can eat at. We got a gym for all of our staff. Yeah, but they're working like 130 hours a week. Yeah, so but you have like, all that stuff bro. on site because they don't have time to go anywhere else. You work them to the bone. But it is a bop. It's a bop though. But it is a bop. And here comes Santa. I here, here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane. Yeah, that audacity to name. You're already in the North Pole and you named the town Santa Claus Lane. Is that what the song is about? I've never like dug deep into the song. Is this song like Santa Claus? Did, does he take off from his magical deer powered jet sleigh? Does he take off down Santa Claus Lane? Is that like the runway? Is that the main road in Santa North Pole down? That's it. Yeah, that seems like like why would you name it after yourself? Like, I guess no I shit. would. If I had a road, I would name it after myself. Do you, well, I see. I just feel like when you get the chance to name something, that is a, a, it's a huge responsibility, but you're also, you get the chance to have some fun with it. Like if you're going to name it, like name it poop lane, you know, <laughs> name Why it not? road street, road street, alley Avenue road. Like name that it. Fuck people up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> alley Avenue lane. Wait, what? Yeah. Is what? it, wait, is it an alley or is it, is it's a lane? Wait. Yeah. I think have some fun, man. Have We've some, got you, the Tomar vortex here in Sioux Falls. People in Sioux Falls know all about it. If you take Tomar Road, you will get to a place where Tomar Road intersects with Tomar Circle, Tomar Lane, 
Tomar view, <laughs> Tomar's trail. It's fucking wild up there. <laughs> I can't even imagine being a postman on those blocks. What do you do? Yeah, how do you? How are you a hundred percent sure you're in the right spot? Well, and imagine how many fucking things get misdelivered then. Oh yeah, all the time. Because people, if the, if if like I'm sending something to someone who lives on Tomar fucking lane, but I put Tomar Avenue. Yeah, or you just. I would be a criminal mastermind and I would just put Tomar. I wouldn't even put the thing on there. It was an 821 Tomar. And they'd be like, dude, that's 15 houses. They're just like, that's not getting to anyone. That's just not going to go to anyone. You get that, right? We're just going to leave it here now. That's um, There's got to be a bag of undeliverable mail that just sits at the post office all addressed to Tomar. And that's what you were doing. I imagine Santa Claus Lane is the same way. Santa Claus Lane connects to Santa Claus Road, connects to Santa Claus Circle. Santa just named it all at the all after himself. Actually, in the review of these lyrics, just a quick cursory review. I think this song is just about hanging out at a parade, waiting for Santa to come down. That's a <laughs> wild thing to write an entire fucking song about and just, and then for it to be a hit. Hey, huh. one sec, did he, did he ever show up? It, it, all we know is that here comes Santa Claus, here come. So the, I feel like the implication is that he's clearly on his way. And then there's no, they know, never officially tell you when they're like, hey, there he is. Look, we fucking see That's him. That's what I'm saying, Nick. I'm, I don't want spoiler alert, maybe cover your ears, but guys, we can't be certain that Santa Claus is real. Now, yeah, I'm not saying he's not real, but I ain't never seen him. And this song doesn't see him. How long are these people waiting for the parade? I don't know. It, this, is, this is a song that upon further investigation of it makes almost no fucking sense. Like, it is just about being at a parade and just being like, I hear bells. Santa Claus must be coming around. <laughs> what? I don't, I've never written a song in my entire life, okay? I never have. So the fact is, this person was obviously so talented at writing a song that he would, and was so inspired the time he was in Hollywood, California, at going to a parade to see Santa Claus and was like, yo. This shit is going to fucking slap. It made a fucking hit. This also speaks to, I really would love to travel back in time and bring them music and see like how, like if this is what was a hit back then, could you imagine what they would do with like new holiday by Lil Nas X? Hey, it's a holiday. I got hoes on hoes. That song claps. First of all, <laughs> didn't make the list, by the way. Thanks, Carl. Yeah. But uh, okay, Nick, I got an issue with Santa Claus that I got to figure out. If he comes, let's give it to him that he's real, right? No one's seen him because he's a very sneaky man. If he comes at night when everyone's sleeping so he doesn't get seen and he does it all at night and he comes through the chimney so he doesn't like he, everything he, he's doing is so he doesn't get caught. Why does he have bells on his sleigh? Bro, mm. take the bells off. He's just jingling, jangling all over the place. That doesn't make any sense. I, it's see, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's that he doesn't want to get caught. I think it's like it's like you said. He's on a time schedule, right? Like oh, he's fast, so he doesn't have all the time in the world to like chit chat with every single person. So to your point, it's still kind of dumb. But I don't. He's never like he's never like when a kid like shows up and like peeks outside and like sees him putting Christmas gifts under the tree. He's never like get the fuck back to bed get the i will fucking kill you if you ever tell someone you saw me i fucking you, swear to god i will fucking murder you he's never he's always like gives him a little nod a little wave and the kid's like Hee. and but he's never like angry about it <laughs> you never he never pulls out a strap yeah like you know he got that thing on him oh he, he would have to he's he, would, he goes to some neighborhoods where you got to be strapped up i oh yeah i okay 
let's just let's move. I'm Santa Baby. I'm going Santa Baby. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. So we have very sexual fire. <laughs> I knew this was gonna fucking happen. I knew this was gonna fucking happen between the two of us. There was Nick. no there was no other outcome. And yet now here we are with horny Christmas songs. And I've already stated I don't like horny Christmas. <laughs> I'm not I'm a, a fan. I'm a fan of horny Christmas. And Nick, this is easy. I gotta go. I'm already gonna put it out on the table. Santa baby. Consensual sex is always better than date rape. Yeah. And also Santa baby. And with even without that connotation, Santa baby's a bop. I no, I agree with you. I think it's just a better song. I agree. I think the fact that I love that this person is just like straight up like I've been dope and I want this stuff and um maybe I'll give you a little bit of that. You know, (laughs) like well, here's the thing I, I think is interesting is that. When we think about the lore of Santa Claus, right? When Santa Claus goes away, you know, at, at, after in your in your late adolescence, early maybe like right at the teenage, right at the cusp of teenage years, yeah, you know, he he disappears from your life, and this girl is like, "What? I want that shit. I'm trying yeah, to like, dog. and now I got bigger needs. Santa, get your ass back here and like give me some shit. Why the fuck did you leave?" Yeah, who decides Santa? Like, that's selfish, dude. Kids already got so much stuff. They don't even have to make their own food. They don't pay bills. They still have that. They can look at the world and not be jaded by how cold and awful it is out there. And we're still giving them presents. Santa, hook adults up. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, Santa. Dude, I'll take a Starbucks gift card. I don't care. Just something. Yeah, just something to be like, hey, I still got you, homie. What the fuck, dude? You don't like, I still want, yeah, I still want free stuff. Hook me up, man. Give me a, a gas card. Gas is yeah. expensive. Give me like 25 bucks. Pay for, pay for a round of gas. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that hard? Why is that so tough, Santa? Jeez. Jesus, you selfish piece of shit. Just trying you to- You got elves out here making iPads and shit? Dude, I will literally take a paperweight. I got papers all over my desk. Weigh them down. You know what's always funny about the like Santa Claus in movies and shit? is always, once you've introduced that Santa is real in your universe, why the fuck aren't parents like, why are parents not confused every morning when there's Christmas gifts under the tree that they (laughs) didn't purchase? I also, if Santa is real, if Santa was real, then I feel like that whole dynamic of life would change at least a little. Right. Well, and it's always this like, they always say like, well, people just like, once you don't believe in him, he disappears. And it's like, okay, cool. But he still is giving gifts to my kids. Yeah, right? Like, so I see that. So I do know this motherfucker is real. Even if I choose not to believe in him, he's still fucking dropping gifts down the chimney tree. Chim- I don't, fuck, anyway. Like, <laughs> so he is real. Even if, if I, I choose. Up, if, if I woke up and my house was full of presents I didn't put there, I'm calling the fucking cops. I, that is the thing that we, that I don't know if people were just way cooler about people coming into their homes. Santa Claus, imagine trying to start the myth of Santa Claus like now. Yeah. Could you, like people be like, wait, what? No, no. If people on Fox News would be like, there's a home burglar. He's going to come into your house and leave you commie gifts. Liberal things. Well, it's socialism. It is, it is socialism at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, they would hate that shit. Like it's, every person gets a gift. It's socialism. Why? Oh man. Why aren't they mad at Santa Claus? <laughs> like they, they fight for, they fight for, you know, the war on Christmas. But if we looked at the actual context of like what Santa does, they should boy, be really against him. They really should. There's no reason for them to like Santa Claus outside of the fact that he like, I mean, he's an old white dude. That's it. That's all it takes. 
that's all that's all they got they're like oh, he's one of us so and he wears red so they're like he's got to be on our team but like homeboy is a socialist yeah straight oh, up it is Ber- bernie santa claus that's what we got to do that's why he should have run on that platform he's like i'm basically santa claus <laughs> Man, we if go back, go back in time and be like Bernie. You just gotta basically make people think you're Santa Claus. Not you're hard. close enough as is. Just go with it. I dig it. I all right. I'm locking in Santa Baby. I'm lock, let's let's move Santa Baby. Yep, I'm with you. Let's move Santa Baby on into the final four, and that is it for us, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to know about your boys, a few things that you can do. As always, tell a friend. You know, as you're listening to as you're listening to these great songs throughout the season, be like, yo, I know these two dudes who spend way too much time thinking about how horny Christmas songs are. You should listen to them and share it with them. And wherever you sit on social media, like, subscribe, all the just the stuff. Just do stuff. Just get yeah. on social media. Yeah. Go on our social media. Stuff. Go to Friendly Comp Pod on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook and do stuff there. If you have an idea for a whole 16-team tournament like Carl did, email those to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com. If it's good, like this one that Carl sent, we will do it as a whole season. You can send anything. Send worst place to get an erection because of a horny Christmas song. <laughs> we, To be fair, Cody and I, when, especially around the holidays, we're not always sure what to do. Because like, if we did Christmas movies, it would imply we probably should have seen most of them and we haven't. So like Carl just came out the gate. Thank you so much for hooking us up on this one, Carl. But we don't know what we're going to do for next like Christmas. So hook us up, send us something. And I think, I think Cody has a great idea. (laughs) It's not bad, but we're not going to write it because we don't want to talk about our boners. But if you want us to talk about our boners, we will. I don't, maybe not. I don't, I mean, I, I'm beholden to the list that come in from the guests. So so shout out to Charizard for our intro and outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That is it, folks. Group B going to drop on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.